Big Mark Podcast. It's me, your host, Big Mark. If it's your first time listening, welcome. If not, welcome back. Like I always say, if you ever wanted to reach out to the podcast, let us know anything. Let us know an idea for a topic. If you want to become be a guest on the show, honestly, that's how we've got most of our guests on the show. Reach out at our DMs at the Big Mark Pod or at the Big Mark Podcast. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you know. Um, and again, comment talk amongst yourselves we want to spread the spread the community so if you do like the podcast please tell your friends let them know spread the love spread the word we want to grow this podcast if you tell one friend we can double the podcast overnight just that easy if you did want to support the podcast check out our patreon patreon.com slash the big mark pod a couple different levels there you can choose to donate to the podcast help us keep the lights on and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and like the video, subscribe to the channel, make sure you know when the next video is going to come out. And like I said, spread the word, spread the love, rate the podcast, tell your friends, do everything, and we'll keep growing the Big Mar Podcast community again. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today, tonight, this morning, wherever and however you might be listening or watching. And... Um, again, I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it here at the Big Mark Podcast. And I wanted to talk about something today where, you know, how I, how I like to do these solo episodes and try to mix in the guest as many times as I can. And when I do do the solo episodes, I try to kind of keep it around a topic. And sometimes that topic's a little bit more rigid and, you know, there's a lot more facts I want to cover and you know, maybe it's a historical event or something like that, but um, some of the some of the topics tend to be a little bit more broad, and this is kind of one where you know I've been I've been I don't want to say struggling with again at the end of the day things are happening, but it's something that maybe I just don't have enough practice in, and it's hard to do something like this and put into practice when 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 you're deep into something. So, okay. So, if you've read the title already of this podcast, you know it's about songwriting. But what I'm talking about specifically is I'm in a band called Reckless Harbor. If you guys haven't heard it, it's tremendous. We have a great, we're a great indie folk band out of Hamilton. Um, uh, Reckless Harbor, Reckless with a W. Check us out on all of our social medias at Reckless Harbor on everything. Uh, we are in the process of doing some recording, so we're going to have have um, some songs out on Spotify and streaming platforms very soon. But if you don't see that right now, keep any of you are watching on YouTube, pause this video right now and go check out our, our channel. Um, but we're a four piece band. Two out of four, actually three out of four, ex- excluding me, have all been able to write songs and bring to the table and say, hey, these are good songs. And we've all loved them and made them into Reckless Harbor songs or at least facilitated the songwriter's vision as best we could. Now, a few of the reasons why I haven't brought anything. Main reason being I really enjoy collaborative work. I enjoy 
bouncing ideas. I enjoy throwing bullshit ideas out into the world to see if anything sticks and going through that whole iteration of, oh, no, that's not a good one. Let's move away from that. And, and, you know, narrowing down things by trying to find the extremes of a scenario and then working your way into the middle or whatever that might be. But I like to do that with, with someone else. And I've always... I've always wrestled back and forth with is that a good quality or ultimately a a hindering quality? The reason being is, the reason I think it's a good quality is because collaboration is hard. It is hard to work with someone else that, especially if they are difficult to work with, obviously it's the opposite of easy, but in a, in a lot of circumstances, especially songwriting and, and music creation, I've spoke about this in other episodes where it's coming like directly from your soul and your heart. It is really hard in group scenarios um, to bring that stuff up, to essentially put your heart out on the table and say, hey, what do you guys think? And have, through no malice or ill will, have your band members tear apart you, that that little nugget that came up from, from your soul. Um, and, and sometimes they love it. And, and some like, you know, obviously I haven't witnessed this firsthand, but I've heard from other artists and other musicians that it's great when, when the band loves it and helps you facilitate and helps you bring that idea to fruition with you at the helm and you're making final decisions. But again, when you're in a band, it is a collaborative effort is everyone involved. It is not just you, bringing something to the table. Yes, there are some bands where it's the one person doing everything and that's set up from the start. But even still, every other artist is going to bring their own interpretation unless the songwriter is capable of telling them exactly what they want and the and the um, performer is able to perform exactly what that person wants, right? So... It's a daunting task and I and I'm scared and I'm scared about bringing about not feeling like I have the legs under me yet to bring to the table, you know. I played a lot of sports in my life and and it's kind of that instance of you've been called up to a team, you've been called up to a team that's better or potentially or as good or at least exceeding your capabilities as an athlete but you are on the team you have the jersey you have the uniform maybe you're not starting or maybe you are starting but you're part of the team and something inside you says i don't belong here but the fact that you're on the team is the one thing that you're you're kind of holding on to and i guess i'm talking about maybe i'm talking about a little bit about about imposter syndrome but I have that I have that same feeling right now where I'm doing my part when I get my chance and I'm getting up and I'm on the court I'm putting in the work I'm putting in the effort I'm doing the best I can with the moments I got I'm striving I'm doing my part but my own pure creative contribution I feel is lacking and I don't feel that in a sense that, oh, that's just how I feel. I believe that that to be true. And that is really difficult for me 
because I want to contribute and I want to pull my weight, even though, again, just my presence alone is a, is a contribution. Now, again, I feel that, that, that feeling of coming in and being surrounded by other great players and great athletes, but not having that skill set. And it's not like it's as dire straits, but, you know, I feel like the game's down to me. I have a shot to take. If I take the shot, we're going to win the game. If I miss this shot, we're going to lose the game. So there's that pre- the, my own pressure in my mind of if you're on a team and you're capable of scoring and you're not scoring, you are a detriment. You're not a pl- you're not a plus. You're not a zero. You are a negative at that point. And I don't think again that this is what my team, what my band members potentially feel, but this is how I feel. And I've been working on things more. I feel, unfortunately, that's a thing with with songwriting. You know, it's something that I've always had in my mind, making little notes. You know, I've always loved music and I've always loved doing all this. So I've always had that in the back of my mind. Again, like I said, oh, I want to write this song. Oh, this would be great subject matter, this and that. But I've never really put pen to paper. Until recently, until I've been in this band. Because now I have an opportunity to actually bring something. But again, because I am I feel like I'm amongst giants, I'm not... I'm still trying to build up this whole thing where it's like... I want I want to make I want to write a good song, not even a perfect song. I just want to write a good song that I can bring to the table that that everyone's going to like. But real the reality is I probably have to write a few songs that are bad and also bring those to the table to know what's good and what's bad. And maybe those bad songs could be a nugget that the whole band can then take and change into something different. But there's probably going to be some bad songs that we just say no. And and I have officially brought something that I was working. It wasn't like a finished thing. And it kind of, like I brought it to, it wasn't my full band. It was uh, the three of us. So we were missing one of the members. And I brought it up saying like, oh, I've been working on this, da, 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 da. There was some some construct, some good comments made and weren't necessarily negative, weren't necessarily constructive. Um, but it wasn't a finished product. It was just something I was thinking of. And, you know, maybe that solidified potentially some of the feelings I've had about like, I got to bring a finished song to the table. I can't just fucking bring these little, oh, I have this little idea here. Unless it's like a pure, like, uh, chord chord progression or something where I'm like, boom, check this out. At least this is something that we can work with. I want to bring a a song to the table that, that means something that is good and, and is something that we can use. So again, I just have this daunting, daunting task ahead of me and I'm just trying my best to try to try and get there. And you know, I, I I don't, it's, it's not even necessarily writer's block, but again, I think this consistency that I'm starting to build and starting to feel some more about, I'm starting to kind of crack that code a little bit more. But I actually even had this experience today. You know, I was trying to write about something, and you know, I've had, I've had 
tragedies befall me in my life and I want to write about them, but there's some things that I feel are preventing me from doing such. A, I feel... I feel wrong in writing about some of the events because I believe that they're private and I don't want to offend the person that that they're about. And like I said, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I, I feel like it's a narcissistic thing. I feel like it's pandering. I feel like it's like, oh, look at me, dramatic, but that's what fucking songs are, I guess, at the end of the day. And I actually tried to write a song about something that happened, you know, with past relationship, and I just was in tears, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't actually continue writing. And I feel like that's, as hard as that is, I feel like that means that the subject matter means something. Because I... I was laying in bed the other morning thinking thinking to myself about about this song that I've been that I've been listening to. It's a fucking awesome song. It's my favorite song right now. It's called From a Window Seat by Dawes. I actually have the lyric sheet here. I'm almost compelled to read all the lyrics because they're that good, but this was one of the, these songs where I was listening and all of a sudden it fucking caught my ear and I was like, "Holy shit." And I just listened to it over and over and I've been listening to it, you know, not back to back to back, but I just think, I almost think about it every day since I've heard it. And it's this whole, the whole song kind of starts with a relatively simple premise. And you can tell that he's just like writing this sitting uh, in his chair on an airplane. And, you know, he's a professional musician. Um, The the songwriter from Dawes, I should, I should look him up. But um, there's like, there's like this whole, this whole feeling of like, oh, he's literally sitting, um literally sitting in his chair talking about like the first set is I buckle in my seatbelt and plug my headset in the chair. So he's like literally singing about them right now. I'm assuming it's Taylor Goldsmith is one of the, uh, is one of the writers. I'm not sure who writes all the music, but again, sounds like he's like sitting there at a table or sorry, at his chair on a plane in his chair at, on a plane. And one of the first lines that got me, he's talking about like the flight attendants doing the, you know, pre-flight check and where the exits are. And he's like, they're pointing out the exits, but it looks more like a prayer or an ancient dance. Their bloodline reaches through, which I thought was cool. Cause it kind of does look like a prayer, right? Like they're doing these like ancient moves, buckling the thing to like all these different weird movements, which is su- super cool. You know, he talks about how it's cool to be on a plane and look at different people. And it's just like essentially kind of like a people watching thing. And the first, the first chorus, which is super cool, he goes, and I think maybe he's in town for someone's birth, birthday, or maybe he makes trouble everywhere. But as much as he resists the conversation between the rivers and the freeways, he knows it's always there. Now, there's many different things I want to break down in this. I love, um, I love the the way. Sorry. Just getting some ideas here, people. So the way the way that's written, I love how how 
he's clearly talking about maybe someone on the plane that he's seeing, but the, that that line, he resists the conversation between the rivers and the freeways, implying that there's this idea that there's a conversation going on between the rivers and the freeways that are, are these meandering channels of life. But one is la- completely natural, by the, made by the earth, and one is made by humans. And why is that not natural? Why are because we are nature, we are from nature. Why why can't the freeways be just as natural as as the rivers? And that there is an interplay and there is a conversation that happens with those. And the rivers go under the freeway and the freeways go over. And there's some go under. There's there's fucking roads that go under rivers, as we all know. And there is a there is an interplay there that we we view humans people we view as a, as two separate things but they are one that was all captured in and again who knows and as the listener who knows what i'm projecting onto this but that's the beautiful thing about songwriting is you write a song and you might have all the intention of the world in the world of what the of what the so- subject matter is about but once you release that into the world people can take this in, in a million different different directions just as i am right now at one point in the song, you know, he's talking, continues talking about, you know, kind of what he's doing. And then the second, the second chorus, which is based off, based in the same structure as the first, he goes, and I find that the hero in this song that I'm writing doesn't know he's just an image of myself. But as much as he resists the conversation between the rivers and the freeways, he's somehow always asking them for help. So again, there's this idea that when you're writing a song, the 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 person in it, and this goes for many writers, most of the time the hero of the song is or of 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 anything, the hero of the story tends to be yourself. Because who else who else do you know? What other personality, what other inner character, inner being do you know better than your own? And I think it's just a, a, a beautiful instance where he's kind of almost realizing that, but then he's he's personalizing that hero in the story by saying he doesn't know he's just an image of myself, which is, you know, a classic literature thing, right? Little does he know, implying that there's, you know, that he's speaking about a character. There's a really beautiful um, bridge in the song. And it goes, I want to make all, I want to make out all the signs I've been ignoring, how the trees reach for the sky or the length of someone's hair. And it's like, you know, you're not always looking at that stuff, right? It's all around us. We're constantly seeing it. But again, is there's something in this song, there's a there's a thread through this whole song that that speaks about interconnectivity, because he says, cause you don't because when you don't know where you are going, any road will take you there. And then he finishes with the last chorus, which is beautiful. And he switches it all up and he goes, so maybe I'm in town for someone's birthday. And maybe I make trouble everywhere. But as much as I resist the conversation between the rivers and the freeways, I know it's always there. And I think it's such a cool thing where he changes it. He goes, maybe he, and it's this separate and it's this us and them mentality. Maybe he's in town. Then the hero realizes he's an image of himself. 
of the writer. And then the final, the final lines are maybe I'm in town. He really ties that whole idea of, of, you know, we are the subject matter and everyone wants to be the hero in their own story. When you're reading a story and you relate to somebody, and there's something in the story. It's not, we don't always want it to be a side character. We want to be the main character. Everyone wants to be the main character in their story. And I find that there was the day when I was laying in bed, like I was mentioning, I kind of finally put these put these pieces together when I kept mulling over that one line about that maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm, maybe the hero in the story doesn't realize he's just an image of myself. And that thought of everyone wants to be the hero in their story, it something really clicked in my head where I've been struggling with some of the songs I'm writing. I, I feel get too personal and maybe I feel such strong feelings because I'm using like I and, and um, nouns or whatever pronouns. I don't know. Shit. Yeah, I guess like pronouns like I and, and me and my and her and that or like that idea of it's personally my own. And if I'm singing this, I'm going to be saying I and this and that, but I can be he, I can be she, I can be we, I, it really hits home that whole idea that we are truly all interconnected. There is no difference between you and I. We, we all think that we are part of this huge, important thing that is our own lives and that, that everyone else's lives, they're not going through the same things that we are, or they're not experiencing the same depths of emotion and feeling and, and intimacy and sorrow and loss and happiness and joy. We're the ones that are feeling that harder than anyone else. But how could we, how, do, how, how could we ever know? And if that's the fact, they're probably, that means there is someone feeling harder and then someone feeling more than someone else or less. What? But we're all on this big continuum. We're all in this big space, this all interconnected idea of this, of this disembodied consciousness, something that this collective unconsciousness that exists above, above all of this, above all of ourselves in this idea that, you know, whatever higher power, whatever that might be to you that we're actually all a part of that and each person is just a little a little separate node that's a part of this of this interconnected web and i think we all know that somehow somehow deep inside us there's this idea that that is true and that is a true thing and the hero's journey becomes so important in all literature including songs and if you can you know, the interesting thing about a song is that it's a short, it becomes a very short story. So if you're trying to give yourself a beginning, a middle, and end, you know, you really have to condense and, and bring things down and digest things into really important, palpable lines. And I think that's another thing that I struggle with is that I know that and I know that each line has to carry weight and, and some of the great writers that I love can write a line and the heaviness and ideas like again just that that Dawes song I was just showing uh, one line can capture so many ideas and feelings and thoughts all at once and that's where that's where I'd love to be that's where I want to strive to and 
you know, I want to capture that idea that when the, the, you know, the hero leaves a place and whether that place is physical or that place is emotional or that place is spiritual and you're going into this new realm and you're experiencing trials and tribulations and changes and then it all comes back to the beginning. But you're a changed person. That is the only difference is that the environment might change on the outside. There might be a change on the appearance of the environment, but truly it stays the same and humans are dynamic. People are dynamic. We're, we're ever changing, we're ever growing, we're ever maturing or going in the opposite direction in some cases, but we're the ones that change and adapt to these per- perceived new environments. And you know, as much as the world is changing with climate change and as much as we fucked up, we know that humans are resilient and that's actually the scariest part is that I think deep down we're not doing anything about all this shit because we know we are all capable of adapting to whatever it needs to be. That's the reason why we're here still on this planet is because humans are adaptable. You know, that's not to say that we don't need to do something serious about what's happening in our climate. But knowing that what we truly fear is the truth that we know we are all powerful. We know we are capable of anything. We know we're capable of creation and destruction on the extremes of both ends, the utmost, the the most minute from the micro to the macro. We are capable of all. But we're scared of that happening because... There is something about being dynamic. There is something about reacting to to what's happening that 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 almost is comforting sometimes where you know yes, the unknown is scary, but also knowing that we can change and knowing that things will change is comforting. But the chaos and the extremes and everything all exist all at once. And being a channel for that energy and allowing it to flow through you and not fight against that. And this raging river that is existence and that chaos that I mentioned. If it's like a river that we're flowing down, we're experiencing turbulence because we're clinging to a branch on the side of the on the side of the river and we're getting beaten down by the the white water and the heaviness and the unrelenting flow. But if we just let go of that and float down the river and allow ourselves to be a channel, it's still chaotic. Things are still moving. Things are still whizzing past you, but you are a part of it and you're not experiencing that same resistance. And I find that too when I'm writing that if I get an idea I'm grabbing a notepad now. I got the notepad out. It's ready to go. I was using the notes app on my on my phone, but it's kind of fucking not working right now. So, and that sucks because if something happens, then I lose all those notes. That would suck. So I'm starting to do it in physical form, getting the notepad out and I'm writing. And when I first get that instance, all these words kind of come out. Maybe they're not perfect, but slowly as I'm continuously writing the words, my mind creeps in 
and start saying, hey, maybe you should rhyme that, or maybe there should be more structure here. How is that flowing into this? Does this mean? And then all of a sudden, I slow down, and I kind of lose. I lose it. So again, I think it's much like music. The more you're thinking, the more you're stinking. Why? I don't know. We need to be that channel. That's what we need to be. And I think, again, practice and practice and practice just gets you into that mode where you're not, you're no longer thinking about all these different ideas. It just kind of comes through you. And some of the great songwriters, I think, have just done so much writing and writing and writing and writing and then have written a lot of shit and a lot of really bad songs. But within a lot of those bad songs, there's a lot of those good songs. You know, they talk about the muse. They talk about whatever that might be. Putting in the work, you are summoning the muse. You are working with them. You're putting that same energy out into the universe to also receive something back. And again, that's not necessarily saying that the universe owes you anything. But I think that's something I just need to continue to work with. So if anyone's listening, has any tips about songwriting, Again, I know I got some some listeners out there that are musicians or, or writers themselves. So please reach out. Let me know. I'd love to collaborate. Like I said, I, I like working with people. <laughs> I like doing things with others. And again, hopefully maybe someday I can take the training wheels off and do it myself. Thank you all for listening so much. Thank you for taking the time and listening to me pour my heart out. I really appreciate it. Um, And again, hopefully uh, it'll result in some good songs someday. So thanks again for listening. Don't forget to reach out to us on our Instagram or our Twitter at the Big Mark Pod or at the Big Mark Podcast. Hit us up on our uh, um, or or hit us up on our DMs for anything you want to ever ever let me know about. But if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, like the video, uh, hit us up on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheBigMarkPod if you want to donate. Uh, Tell your friends and please. Enjoy life, live it to the fullest, become part, do your part in the collective unconsciousness and become one. Thank you all. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.